You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Part two, and we're interviewing Leslie McClellan. She took a very small town and did a little bit of social media stuff. And now this has become a, a, a story, an, an iconic social media success story, which she's now repeated <laughs> over and over again. Let's start with where you, what you're doing with that now. I know you're working back at Lake Arrowhead, but you've got a couple of other projects. T- tell me about well, those. Well, first, um, I actually left I left Lake Arrowhead. I still live in Lake Arrowhead, but I left working for Lake Arrowhead in uh, 2011 and uh, went off, and I've been working for a while now with another region in Southern California called the San Jacinto Valley, and it's vastly vastly different from Lake Arrowhead. Lake Arrowhead's the mountains, it's the resort area. This is down in the desert. It's it's between San Diego and Palm Springs. And it's um, mm. an interesting area. It's one of the few areas in California, Southern California that is not developed yet. And they want tourism. They have a huge snowbird population. And I don't I, I don't know if you know what snowbirds are. Oh, okay. They're very common in the United States and Canada. People who come from cold climates in the winter to warm climates, so they're not going through all the snow and miserableness. They come to Palm Springs, they'll come to Arizona, and they also come to the San Jacinto Valley. There's a huge, huge wow. snowbird population wow. there. And so it's interesting, this area where I'm building a multicultural tourism program for them, and it's based on Hispanic culture, Native American culture, and the agricultural uh, aspects of the community, and we market a lot to snowbirds. I mean, eventually, Mm. it would be nice to have, you know, year-round tourism and whatnot, but it is in the, in technically the desert, so it does get quite hot in the summer, but there's so much history there, and uh, it has been a fabulous experience. It's been two cities that came that partnered together to bring me on, along with um, the uh, Native American tribe there and some private businesses. It's been this wild public-private partnership, and we're making headway. I've, I'm very excited about it. And uh, then just recently, the downtown area in Lake Arrowhead, our Lake Arrowhead Village, which is really a walking village, they contacted me and said, you know, we just need some help with um, our marketing. Will you come and do some marketing for us? So uh, for, for the rest of this year, I'm going to be wor- working with them again. And I'm excited because, you know, things have changed even since in the few years that I haven't been working there. Yeah. Well, look, this is actually a very, very good story because obviously your local community is helping, uh, is, uh, is employing you and you can go there yeah, up the road. But what, what about these companies where you have to go further afield? Are you indeed coming down the mountain because uh, you live in a you know, glorious place that has a long drive to anything uh, sort of uh, suburban? Uh, or are you doing a lot of this remotely? And if so, how okay, are you doing I'm that? doing a lot of it remotely. Now, I'll, I will say for the San Jacinto Valley, I go down maybe once a month and meet, meet with them in person. Mm-hmm. But everything else is remote, and I'm using mostly Google Hangouts. 
Um, and then we also do some webinars, training webinars, that sort of thing, and Skype, mm. too. Um, I, you know, this is just fantastic. Australia to Southern California talking on Skype. You know, it, it, but that's, that's the great thing. I can truly leverage my time here. You know, I know that yeah. uh, at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm going to be doing something online for San Jacinto Valley. And then at 11, I might be talking to one of my clients that's across the country. You know, it, it's really, it, it, it just, you know, I, I have a, a very scheduled work day, but it's all at home. And how lovely is that? You can't beat it. And it's a, it's a very different way of viewing the coaching paradigm. It absolutely it? is because I still know lots and lots of coaches that are the one-on-one -on -one going to the office or meeting in a coffee, you know, a coffee house or whatever, going over things. And no, this is just so much better, and it just makes so much more sense. But people are so nervous about the technology. That's that's the stumbling block, I think. You were so inspired by this, you created a little uh, yes, creepy, I did. didn't you? Yes, I did. On my website, uh, I have, a, I don't know, it's a 15 or 16-page download uh, for free that explains Google Hangouts, how to do them. From start to finish, I've got screenshots of, uh, you know, me and, and people that I've been talking to and, and group shots. It's, you know, kind of visual, too. And it explains everything you need to, to know about doing Google Hangouts. And, and will help you not be afraid of it. How do, and how do people get that? Oh, share the if link. you just go to justasmalltowngirl.us and you can check out my brand new Rainmaker website, just scroll down yeah. and there's six very visual blocks and one of them is the download. You'll see right there, big block to click on it. And uh, you just uh, give me your name and email and you know sign up for it and you get it. Brilliant. This is, and this is one of what we call a, an email marketing funnel or a, a free teaser. And a lot of people are still not doing this. And one of the reasons I'm interviewing a lot of different coaches is I want to see what everyone's doing in this marketing funnel process. Most of the people I know are awesome coaches. Some of them are in the place where they're very busy and they need to morph into the online world. Still, a lot of my friends are coaching and not making quite enough money, and they've, they're finding that this online marketing world is a little bit scary. So that's why I'm interviewing a lot of different coaches. So just a small town girl dot US. Lots of really good goodies there. Another question that I keep getting asked a lot, and uh, a lot of the people are responding really well to this one when I ask it, is what did you do, do during the down times? Can you, can you share a time when you really did, you did hit rock bottom, and how did you dig yourself out of the hole? Yeah, you know, this is a very interesting story, and, it, and it's a personal story. Uh, when I left Lake Arrowhead, we had run out of money. They just couldn't, there was no more money to pay me at all. And right before I left, a guy who was on our board came to me and he said, doesn't matter that you're leaving. And th these are the exact words he said, you have done nothing of substance for the last several years while you were here. And the last several years had been building up this social marketing program. And here, you know, I, I mm. you know, I was in it early enough that, you know, I, um, I made a little bit of a name, you know, for, for what I had done at Lake Arrowhead. And I tell you, that knocked me for a loop to say that I had done nothing of substance in adios. You know, it was like, it, it was very hard. And um, I tell you what, I didn't sit around. That was the thing. I thought, great, I'm leaving. I have an opportunity here. I've been doing some coaching. 
how am I going to how am I going to parlay all this into something? And um, just started reaching out, and in no time, in no time, I had clients, and um, you know, I was doing speaking a lot of speaking gigs. People wanted me, you know, I was yeah. going all over the place speaking because people always want to hear and be taught a little bit, you know. When I speak, it, I make sure it's more of a workshop. People are going to walk away with handwritten stuff. Yeah. And, and so that's really how I pulled myself out of it. It just kind of threw myself into, you know what? I am going to get through this by hook or by crook. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And, hey, thank you. You've given me the wings to fly. Was it absolute self-belief or did you have a bit of help? Did you, have you got a good support network oh. there or did you really pull yourself together on your, no, your own No, I strength? had a wonderful support network here. I had, you know, I had a whole bunch of the a big portion of our community behind me saying, this is terrible. You go for it. You know what you're doing. We're behind you. And oh my goodness, you know, when you have a community behind you, it, it, I couldn't have, I, I probably couldn't have mm. done it without mm. all of these awesome people yeah. here, for sure. The reason I ask that question is it's a common theme, and I, I really wanted to ask the question whether or not, because some people can. Some people are absolutely mm -hmm. rock solid and solopreneurs in the strictest sense. They are, they are a complete one-stop shop. I, I don't know many people like that, and I'm certainly not one of them, but I do know people that are rock solid within themselves. But the most common story is, you know what, I've got a club, I've got a community, I've got a group of friends, and we, and we just support each other. And I think that's a key phrase, isn't it, in the yes, coaching world? Yes, yes, exactly. And, and you know what, when word got out on social media that I was, uh, you know, kind of free here, oh my goodness, uh, the support of the connections you make online, the, the people just rallied and said, hey, Look, here's somebody that maybe could you could, you know, help and talking back and forth. And, and that's why it's so important, I think, online and especially for people like you and I, Keith, who live away from people where we're not interacting directly with people. You have your community that's online and you've got to interact with them because they're, uh, you know, look at you and I. I mean, we've been friends for a long time and uh you know, we will always be there to support each other. And you may never get to Melbourne. And I'm probably never going to get to Lake yeah. Arrowhead. I may not. I may not get there. But we've been mates, man, good mates for a Absolutely. long time. Absolutely. And that is something that, you know, I think we should stress to all the coaches that hear this is get involved in coaching communities for crying out loud. You have to have these people. And that's a perfect segue and certainly not an ad for us, but I just wanted to mention, you know, you're probably wondering if you haven't been listening to us uh, for a while, why am I doing this? Why am I doing these cool podcasts? Other than the fact that it's an enormous amount of fun and it really is, uh, you know, my thing, I'm working with a very good friend of mine, Anne-Marie Cross, and we're creating, a, you know, a bit of a magical community ourselves, the Coaching Connection Academy. And I loosely and, and jokingly recently said, this is the missing link. For coaches, this is the part that I didn't have when I was a coach, a career coach here in Melbourne. I had communities in my town, but I didn't have an online version of this. And so we've created something. It's on the way. It's it's coming. It's it's early days. But if you want to know more, you can find out more at themissinglinkforcoaches.com. Themissinglinkforcoaches.com. You'll find a really cool graphic there with a, a jigsaw puzzle and a question mark. We, we're wrapping this all around a hashtag. 
Coaches Connection. And I use that now on Google+, Plus, which is uh, fundamental for Google Hangouts. Absolutely. Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. So please jump into this technology. If you've been thinking, you know what, I really do... I really do have to get my head around this Twitter thing and Google Hangouts and webinars and I really should get an ebook going and an email list. Don't worry because we're all doing this and we're all here to help. So please go over to the missing link for coaches.com, sign up for our newsletter. We send out a lovely newsletter every two weeks which will feature the, the guests we've had on the show previously and there's lots and lots of free goodies. I just want to make sure everyone knows about you, Leslie. So spend a bit of time um, telling us where they can find you and uh, how they can uh, tap into your wonderful wisdom. <laughs> well, you can, you can uh, visit me at justasmalltowngirl.us or, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook too, uh, Leslie McClellan on Twitter. You know, I'd love for everybody to just come be part of the Just a Small Town Girl community because we certainly talk quite a bit and uh, – um, you know, the thing of it is, is what, you know, everybody has to find kind of what sets them apart. And I'm right in the same trenches. I'm doing the same thing that everybody else is. And that's, you know, I'm not just handing out advice. I'm living it also. And, and I think that's, you know, kind of like my, you know, a big perk to what I do. I, look, I actually think that's the fundamental thing, and there's a lot of uh, yeah. fakers out there. There's a lot of people who sort of jumping on the social media bandwagon because they think it's trendy. But you and I, Leslie, can <laughs> absolutely be proud of ourselves that we are living and breathing this absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. This is this is the way we do it. You know, you're teaching, you're learning, you're having fun. You've been listening to the Global Spotlight podcast. We'll be back next week with another great guest.